Welcome to the podcast, bitch. The uh, show where we get uh, seven seven strangers and put them in a house and uh, talk about the OC. Uh, with us today are only three of us: um, <laughs> myself, Ronnie Daisy, Lauren, who needs no introduction, and Jason Emmons, uh, the uh, New York's premier reality TV editor. And a uh, friend of me, friend of the show, uh, he lives with Lauren, Jason Emmons. He's my roommate. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me again. Uh, yes, this is, uh, for, uh, for those of you who follow the show, this is Jason's <laughs> second um, time on the podcast. Uh, a welcome to the pod first. Yeah. Uh, Jason Emmons. Hell of an episode. Yeah, this Hell episode, episode is... That shit crazy. Uh, really excited to get into it. I loved all of Jason's reactions watching the episode, so this should be rich. Okay, how <laughs> oh, about this is I? Be rich. <laughs> oh, this is Last be... time Jason was on, the episode was like I feel like almost two hours long, so we'll try to keep it short this time. Uh, I'll read a summary, which I didn't write this week because uh... the one on Tune Find was passable. I know, you, I know you like it when I write the summaries. Yeah, I wish you would do it more often. Well, yeah, it's maybe next time. Maybe next time. Okay. So, Oliver plans a trip for the gang, but things don't go as well as everyone might have hoped, except for Oliver, of course. Summer really plants herself into friendship with Anna and Seth's relationship. Jimmy and Sandy decide to go into business together. Caleb and Julie return from Europe. And Haley and Kirsten buttheads. Ryan finds himself in the cold. Uh, it said that Summer plants herself in the friendship. Uh, because she's making an enemy. <laughs> she's making enemies. This is you the think? worst Summer episode <laughs> since the pilot. She is insufferable. She's not even that bad in the pilot. I mean... I guess I just meant since, like, the early couple episodes when she's just, like... A little rough. Like, not a character, really. Yeah, just not like a, a character, character, yeah. Just, like, yeah. somebody to... Just a popular girl who, like, slams on... Doesn't even yeah. recognize Cohen and just, like, slams him a couple times. So, do you think she was like that? Do you think she was, like, prissy in this episode? Or you just think she was, like, weak not to be taken seriously? She had a strategy, and she really went above and beyond to achieve a goal of, like, trying to mess up their chemistry or just not having to sit and watch a bunch of relationships go down that weekend. Yeah. Is she also, like, she she wasn't acting, like, prissy or anything. <laughs> she was acting like a, like a nerd. Yeah. Like a atypical, like, like, uh, almost snorting at her own jokes nerd 
when she was, like, talking about the shit she was gonna do to, like, like, put a frog in his underwear and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, but... It was, like, really weird. <laughs> like, it really was jarring to me at first, like, her acting and, like, yucking it up about, like, pranking <laughs> Seth. I don't know, I it's know. funny. I know, this is a really goofy... She didn't yeah. even say underwear. She said, like, underoos or something. Yeah, yeah she said something ex- extremely... Yeah. Extremely weird. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't know what to think. It was freaking me out. I was freaked out the whole episode by her. <laughs> well, I thought she was cute. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was really cute this episode. Um, so did Luke. Okay. Uh, hey. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> Spoilers. We'll get to that. Um, I think we should stick to our regular strategy of getting the adults out of the way. Yeah, um, those fuckers. <laughs> Which, you know, there was some there was some good adult stuff this episode, but I just feel like with all the Oliver stuff happening, they're kind of yeah. being their their storyline is yeah, being backseated a little bit. Um so let's just let's start with them and get their stuff out of the way. Yeah. Caleb's in town. Yeah. Back so, in town and it's the talk of the house. Julie is looking mighty fine with the new haircut. You new like, Parisian haircut. We're skipping ahead a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. Let's get back up. Okay, so it it starts with them talking about Caleb coming back. Is that correct? Yeah. So, uh, Caleb, Kirsten tells Sandy that Caleb and Julie are getting back from Paris, which explains where they've been the last few episodes. They've been absent. Um, but so so later in the episode, uh, Caleb and Julie arrive early. Um, Julie, Julie's hair has changed, which everyone takes note of and comments on. Um, I don't know why everyone cares so much. I don't feel like her hair looks that different. Even Haley comments Uh, on it, which I think is weird because she's like, Julie, your hair. But, like, the Um, last time she saw Julie was, like, years ago. Right, it's weird for her to comment on it. Everyone else, though, like, I was shocked when I saw it. I, I was, was floored. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, her hair is way better now. It's so much better. <laughs> it's, it's shorter. It's the Rachel. She got the Rachel. Is it the no, Rachel? No, she didn't. <laughs> yeah, One of the Rachels. The Rachel. No, she didn't. <laughs> yeah, <she got. laughs> I'm losing it's, my mind. It's I like can't. one of... It's one of Rachel's hairs. No, and it's that not. Show went up, that show was like nine years long. It's She had that cut once. <laughs> she Yeah, once the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, it's the Rachel. <laughs> no, okay. like she had the Rachel the whole time, from what yeah. I know. I don't know. I didn't watch Friends, but yeah, um... Friends sucks. Keep it off this pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Julie and Caleb show up. They have a huge wheel of brie. It's like, yeah. way too big. Uh, <laughs> and basically, Haley and Caleb like sort of jump right back in where they left off with each other and. Like I said, they're talking, and meanwhile, Kirsten and Julie are talking, and they're both, uh, they both think they see where this is going, and neither of them are super into it. I don't know, Julie seems, like, threatened by Haley's relationship with her dad, which is kind of weird. Uh, Well, it kind of seems like, did someone else bring up, I feel like, was it Sandy? Someone brought up that, like, uh... 
like Julie's the one that wants his money now. No, Haley did. Like they're both oh, saying Haley, that about yeah. each other. Basically, Haley said that right. Uh, well, the second all four of them get together, Caleb immediately dismisses Kirsten and Julie, and it's obvious that like Kirsten has seen this before. But th- I think this is kind of new for Julie. Right, like yeah. Kirsten's used to it. Well, I think what's I think what's interesting is that um, Kirsten thinks Kirsten thinks, and Caleb kind of shows. <laughs> you think it's interesting that Kirsten thinks? That's <laughs> Shut up. fucked up. <laughs> Kirsten implies. Well, no, she says outright that her dad loves Haley more later in the episode. But like right. the episode before this. I think Haley was telling Jimmy that Kirsten's always been the golden child and that like she was always living in her her older sister's shadow. So right. It's it seems Mixed. like Yeah, but it seems like Caleb does you know, like Haley is the baby of the family. He obviously like babies her a lot. Um I don't know. It seems like Kirsten yeah. is more on the nose about it yeah no I, yeah right I, th- I mean like what right, i think i think um yeah like the read is like uh Haley is saying kirsten's the favorite just like like any sibling's gonna think the other one's the favorite but kirsten's actually correct in her assessment that like Haley is the favorite like kirsten's the one that sticks with her dad but like Haley gets whatever she wants yeah, exactly, and, like, that's, as the show goes on, especially in season two, um, well, we already saw it a little bit in season one, but, like, Kirsten, Kirsten is basically, like, I don't know, it's kind of like a prodigal son thing, like, Kirsten, like, stays with her dad, works for him, and, like, she just wants to make him proud, but she never feels like he is, and Haley kind of does whatever she wants, and comes back whenever she wants, and, like, her dad, like, loves it. But, like, if Kirsten probably feels like if she ever did that, she'd be, you know, disowned, or she could never make her dad proud. Right. So, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. Um, but, yeah, with the Julie stuff, it's kind of like, I don't know, do you think she's with Caleb for his money? Um, yeah. I mean, that's how it was, like, sold. That's how... That was our introduction to her. Right. Like, in him. Like, their, their introduction was, like, she was getting something from him. Like, whether it was gonna be money or security or a job or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think Julie is gonna be with anyone she's with for money, though. Because, like, that's how they set her character up. Like, she left Jimmy because he lost his money. Like, they kind of, like, set her up, like... What she values is, like, financial security above everything else. Right? Yeah, but do you think that's security for herself, or do you think it's for kids, or... Uh, I think, like, I think it's for both. Like, I think she wouldn't, like... I... I kind of think it's not... Like, it's just for her, and then, like... Uh, not for Marissa, and then what's, what's Marissa's sister's name? Uh, Caitlin. Caitlin, like, she, like Julie clearly cares about Caitlin. Uh, she, I like they haven't said like I don't think she cares about Marissa like, in like she'll just I don't know it's it's weird because like she does care about Marissa but like 
it doesn't seem like she really cares for Marissa, you know? It's, like, weird that, like, it's, like, she cares about Marissa as a daughter, but, like, any scene with the two of them, like, she doesn't care about Marissa the way Jimmy cares about Marissa, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, but I also think there's, like, I don't know, there's levels to it, because she, like, from what we've seen of her so far, she kind of, like, seems to, she obviously cares a lot about appearances, and she, like, kind of picks Marissa apart whenever she feels like Marissa isn't, like, you know, the, like, picture of a daughter that she wants her to be. Well, right, so I think that gets to the bottom of it, it's, like, uh, like, it's that Julie wants, like, the, like, the lifestyle and the security... Uh, for herself, and part of that lifestyle is that her kids are part of that. Not necessarily like she would give up stuff for her children. Like, the way I feel like Jimmy would give up, would give it all up. Like, if he just could take care of his kids or whatever, he he would get any job just to take care of his kids. Where, uh, Julie's more like, I will never go back to Riverside. I'll never go back to where I came from. And also, like, as part of my image, my kids need to be taken care of. Like, part of me living this life is that. Oh, that's, yeah. like, a, that's like the way I feel like they've set her up in yeah, the Yeah, but episodes. I think she also doesn't want... I think they've also set her up to not want that for her kids. Like, I don't know, it's interesting. Like, I agree yeah, with everything okay. that you're saying, but, like, I also think there's an aspect to it where, like, she had, like, the show has purposely given us hints about like what she was like growing up and like the type of childhood that she had and like right i just think i just always keep that in the back of my mind when i when i see people saying like she's only with caleb for his money i just feel like there's like yeah obviously she is but like i do think she cares about her i do think there's a part of her that is that cares about her kids just as much as she yeah. cares about herself. Like, it's, like, it's miss, right, like, so, like, the reason she doesn't want Marissa with Ryan, for, for instance, is, is more, like, is not an image thing, but it's, like, she knows Ryan, she doesn't think Ryan would be, uh, successful and good for Marissa in the way that she thinks Marissa should be taken care of or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, in her, like, so, like, there is, like, a, it's, like, a weird way where she does care about Marissa, but it just, like, never comes out the right way. Yeah. It's never, like, fully realized the correct, like, the way that's helpful for Marissa, for instance. Yeah, exactly. And also, it's, like, she married someone from Newport, and, like, look how well that worked out for her. So, like... Right. She kind of... Yeah, she she definitely has trouble, like, putting... Like, she wants the same things for Marissa that she got, basically, but, like, right. she she has a lot, she has trouble, like, putting it into perspective, I guess. Yeah, because also that scene where she's talking to Kirsten about, like, uh, you know, your sister, like, she's agreeing with Kirsten that, like, her sister uh, shouldn't just be, like, hitting up Caleb for money, you know? Uh, ha- half of that scene did seem like, oh, well... Kirsten, of course Kirsten's gonna say that because she just wants his money too or whatever and she doesn't want this like burden on that but also it was coming from a place that seemed like she did actually care about Caleb you know like it didn't it didn't feel like it was phony that she was saying that you know Who, Kirsten 
Uh, Ju- yeah, that, Julie. no, no, Julie. That Julie did Julie. care about Caleb on yeah. like, some aspect. Yeah, right? this like, is really like the first time we've gotten a scene from her that kind of felt like she was really into this. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like it's an interesting relationship because like it, it like the foundation of it was literally her walking up to to him at a party and like asking him for work or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's, you know, like, she's at least trying to, like, she's at least trying in the relationship, you feel like. Or she's, like, right. putting, she's, like, putting, trying to put she, more yeah, she emotional does care. investment into it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, and Kirsten is just afraid that, uh, you know, Caleb's going to give her sister more money and she's going to go off and get into trouble and they're never going to see her again. Right, which is, so that's what's cool about Kirsten is that, uh, like, I don't agree with them caring so much about this, but it is cool that Kirsten's reasoning for not wanting, um, Haley to take money from Caleb mm-hmm. is because she's afraid she won't see her again, and not because yeah. she's like, uh, like my piece of shit sister, like, yeah, absolutely. Like sucks or whatever. She should she doesn't deserve this money or whatever. It's more just that she wants to see her sister again and is afraid she won't get to see her again. Yeah, and like honestly, the whole like I kind of want to get into like this was the most interesting thing about uh like the adult storyline in this episode was like how they talk about money. Like Haley, like Haley is perfectly fine with. Like, their idea of, like, the most, like, their idea of taking money from their dad and being able to, like, sleep at night about it are, like, complete, like, are, like, very different. Like, Kirsten right. thinks that Haley should uh, let their dad basically buy her a house. She can work for her dad at the company. And in that way, their dad can fund their life. And Haley says, like, I don't want him to fund my life. I just want a handout, basically. Right. Like, it's weird that Haley Which, has no problem, like, having him cut her a check and, like, running off, but she, like, has a huge issue with Kirsten's lifestyle, which is that her dad gave her a job and she's helping him run the company and built her a house that she lives in now with her family. But, like, yeah. those two things are exactly the same. Yeah, I well, I think what's interesting is, like, yeah, well, I think, like, neither one... Real, like makes that realization no uh and it is interesting because like frustrating because like yeah. when you're having that fight at the end it's like yeah you both want the same like you both yeah, want both... Haley to have money from her dad it's just like right exactly like and like Haley, like Haley's like neither one's acknowledging like yeah like what Haley wants i mean the yeah like she she keeps doing this she keeps getting handouts but she is like going out into the world and trying to do things you know, like, yeah, she's not, it's, it's like, it's just like, it's funny that like, they don't, they, they bring this up and they like touch it, but they never really acknowledge it and like deal with it, the two characters. But like, yeah, Kirsten and Haley both have a similar thing where like, like they're like, one's a direct handout and one's just like a soft handout, <laughs> like a soft, like, yeah, I'm going like... to take care of your, you and your life. And, uh, as long as you go to court for me when I ask or whatever, as long as you uh, hide the wetlands uh, documents. And I do think, like, I do think Kirsten, 
like works hard or at least the show yeah. presents her as sort of like a workaholic type person right. who really cares about her job and like does a really good job at it so yeah. i'm not like i'm you know i'm not saying that kirsten isn't like working for her money or whatever but right. like the implication well, is that Haley doesn't even have to do that much like right she could have whatever bullshit job at the company she wanted right well, also, what, like, the show kind of doesn't really deal with, like, especially in this episode, is, like, it kind of seems like Kirsten is the one doing all the work, like, for oh, her yeah. father's company, and he's, Absolutely. like, never there and, like, never doing anything, and, like, it's kind of, like, he's the one that's reaping all the benefits, though, and, like, he's the one deciding, like, what to do with all the money and all this shit, and it's, like... Yeah, I mean, uh, he was just like, in what Paris do do? for yeah, right. weeks, a month, whatever, like... Right. Um... Yeah, no, totally. Um, it's also just, like, I think we did the math last, last episode, and I think Haley is, like, I don't know, what did we say? 25? 26? Uh, yeah, that's, it's, it hurts me to remember <laughs> that, because I'm, I'm, I'm older than she is, and, uh, yeah. she seems so much anyway, older than I, I am. <laughs> but, yeah, but, like... I mean, that is, like, with the math that the show has given us, like, that is how old she is, and I don't know, maybe, like, just because, like, it's 2018, and we're the ages that we are, and we, like, certainly don't own houses, and we're, like, you know, out doing stuff like that, I just don't feel like, like, I don't know, I feel like if they're okay with her settling down at that age and having a house and stuff, they should be okay with her... I don't know. I feel like at this point in her life, they should be okay with her using the money however she wants. Yeah, well, although, like, I do, like, this was 2004, and, like, I have, I had cousins that were nearing that age, like, at this time, and, like, that was kind of the conversation was, like, about them, like, owning houses and settling down. Like, it was a different, it is jarring to think, like, it was a different world, 14 years ago for people that were 25 26 between like mid like mid 20s and like 30s like in the suburbs like yeah like people were getting married and getting houses and like starting families at 25 yeah no that's so true like even like my dad tells me all the time that i should like buy a house like now right and i'm like what are you like did you not live through 2008? Like, what right. are you talking about? I can't own a house right now. Like, um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, it, it dates the show in that way, I guess, but... Yeah, um, well, yeah, because it is, like, there's... And we were talking about this kind of, like, the, like the, it's the post and pre-9-11 thing, like, but for, like, the financial crisis. Like, this is... It's funny that, like, media from, like, 2000s, early 2000s up until 2008... Like, you could probably go back and start looking at it as, like, a period piece so different from, like, our period now. Yeah. Just the only, from, like, like, complication is that these are rich people, so, like... Oh, yeah, no, right, <laughs> like, this, like, it's, yeah. Yeah, uh, but no, you're right. Like, yeah, I'm, like, but it's, like, it's rich people, but, like, what, like, I've said also from the beginning is, like, it's a bunch of rich people that, like, no one should give a shit about, but it, they're written for the mat, like, they're written for the rest of us. <laughs> like, it's... It's a yeah. bunch of rich people whose problems are written, like, for us. 
to like, right, oh, yeah, exactly. I understand relationship problems. Uh, like that kind of, <laughs> uh, these yeah, people exactly. are all trash. You understand? All... <laughs> Do you understand why I like the show so much? Because of the relationships. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, can we can we talk about the best chicken parmesan in Newport Beach? Yeah, let's. So, I mean, that's pretty much the uh, that's pretty much the Haley Kirsten yeah. stuff. It ends on a fight, and with Haley leaving after they have that weird fight about money, because Kirsten basically asked her dad to not give her a handout and he listened to her um but yeah so the sandy and jimmy stuff so um the first time we see jimmy in this episode sandy runs into him on the boardwalk after he just got turned down for a job at a seafood restaurant um (laughs) as a manager as a manager and he says he points to the guy who got the job instead who already has a polo and an apron on and is already <laughs> yeah. hard at work. Yeah, like, he's already, <laughs> like, well, I guess, I feel like the implication was, like, the kid's, like, like it's a young guy who He looked looks... 40, first of all, and he calls uh, him a kid. Yeah, he's... He, <laughs> he looks just as old as Jimmy. Uh, yeah, he does look old. I think they put, like, that outfit compared to Jimmy wearing like so also Jimmy shows up to this in like a full suit. Yeah. Uh, oh powerful Jimmy. look. Like a very powerful yeah. <laughs> well like uh like a, like a like a just a note like if he didn't have a jacket, if it was just like a button up shirt and like maybe a tie. Like just it, That would be pathetic though. I feel I mean, like the suit is okay, but that would be like For like a managerial position at a restaurant it seems like oh who kill. But the guy uh, the guy who got the job was wearing a fucking apron. Well the guy who got the job already works there, which is also like second thing we're like they I were know. they were like putting on applications and the guy clearly already works there. <laughs> like in a, like he I don't think like I so I think the implication was the guy was like he's like a, a server or a cashier who is gonna get the job, like, get the promotion to manager. Yeah, they're hiring internally. Right. But, like, it's still funny, like, that dude's... And also, like, did that guy interview him? Who interviewed him? <laughs> like, what? How does he know who got the job? Like, how does he know that's the guy that got the job? Like, I don't know, but I love the... I love when he says, apparently, that kid's more qualified. <laughs> yeah. And then it cuts to him, and he turns and yeah, looks the kid, right at the camera. He, 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 and he looks, like, angry. <laughs> He's like, he's like mean mugging. Here. Yeah, he's like, hey, wait, stay, stay back. <laughs> Get out of my restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically, Jimmy, Jimmy can't get hired anywhere in Newport because of his crimes, even a seafood restaurant. Um, <laughs> and he entertains the thought of moving to Phoenix, where his brother lives, and starting over which he absolutely should do yeah uh, 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 yes uh, like 100 percent, and like maybe even take marissa and yeah caitlin with oh you. hell yeah <laughs> um like but uh, uh, yeah I, so he uh is this is this where uh when does he get when does sandy offer him a job Sandy offers him... Well, Sandy says he could hook him up with something on the boardwalk. Yeah. Because he, Jimmy's starting to talk about his exit plan. And then, after that conversation, it's like a Saturday, and Jimmy... Or, uh, Sandy w- 
runs into his co-worker like outside of the office or whatever he like accosts yeah. him yeah <laughs> he, like right. meets him outside of his office yeah and, and yeah and the guy is like no way would i do business with well, him in the second that the guy talks shit about jimmy it's just like all near lock that sandy is going <laughs> to do everything he can to help Jimmy out, because <laughs> yeah, that like, is just, like, Sandy's <laughs> M.O. is just yeah, like, you, oh, this person's, like, damaged or whatever, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, like, risk everything for them. It's Wait. true, that's, that's Sandy. But it's, it's so funny because, like, him, like, I, like, I, he, he will help, like, him helping Ryan, like, a dude from, like, uh, the wrong side of, the wrong side of town, and from Chino or whatever, uh, this, like, yup, up-and-coming kid that, like, has his whole life ahead of him, like, it makes sense that, like, Sandy sees himself in there, he's like, I want to help that kid. He yeah. hated Jimmy. He is, he, like, he hated Jimmy. Two episodes ago, yeah, Jimmy like, kissed he, his wife. Yeah, like, 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 he's, like, time yeah, like, heals all wounds, though. <laughs> like, a week. One week for Sandy heals all wounds, and not only that, <laughs> if you, if Sandy hated you last week, he absolutely it bounces back and loves you this week. <laughs> like, not even, not even like we'll start fresh. It's like I gotta save this guy, who, who a, uh, Jimmy's kind of like a bumbling idiot. Uh, doesn't have his whole life ahead of him. He already ruined his life. Uh, he's not from the wrong side of the tracks. He's from the right side of the tracks. Like all the things on the checklist that like Sandy would help someone for. Like Jimmy does not meet any of them. <laughs> right. Yeah, but the but the. Th- Okay, so, like, the, if I were to, like, look at this, uh, critical of Sandy, like, the reason he's helping Jimmy and the reason he's helping, or he helped Ryan, are because they're outcasts, like, uh, yeah, and he, okay. he likes being able to, he likes, he likes putting himself outside of the Newport bubble, and he likes right. holding himself above it, and, like, his way of doing that is helping the people that everyone hates or distrusts. Right, right. But okay. if I'm looking at this as an optimist, he's just a good person. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but you like, know, that's we've a... spoken in length about yeah. his motives and Yeah. You know. Well, so I just want to mention that he in, he invites Jimmy to the closing of this restaurant that has the best chicken parmesan yeah, the in the town. Yeah. Yeah, it's called the lighthouse. Yeah. <laughs> You're your your best Italian restaurant is the lighthouse, <laughs> uh, like a fisherman's. Like, what? Yeah, um, sounds like a really cool place. Uh, I'd love to go there. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's the closing of the lighthouse. They're getting dinner after Sandy has failed to find Jimmy work, and he's kind of resigned to. Uh, you know, Jimmy moving because he he doesn't. He doesn't have yeah. any other options, and so they're sitting at the lighthouse, and um, they're talking about how good the restaurant used to be, and like all the people that used to come in, uh, the like vibe that used to be there. The uh, good... Old school, I believe it was called. Old they called school. it. He said it was an old school. <laughs> yeah, and then like typical. It's kind of like it's kind of cute, like typical like middle-aged men dad talk. Like, they're talking about, like, things that could be improved there. They're like, oh, you get some, you get some brighter lights in here. Like, I don't know. I don't know what they <laughs> yeah, say, like, but they're like, imagine. Update the, the menu. Yeah. <laughs> the, 
update the menu. The kids yeah. are coming. It will have parties here. It'll be a yeah. great spot. Like, and so want, like, like they want kids coming in. They want it. Like they want to. Ch- they we were talking about how much they love the place. And now they want to change everything they like about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, they want to like make it into a club. It sounds like. Yeah. Um. But so, so basically, they're just like, they essentially reach a conclusion, although off camera, that. Uh, yeah. Uh, that they should buy the restaurant and... Well, when he orders that that other round of martinis, you know what's coming. You knew it was... You knew when uh, Sandy was like, another round for me and my friends here, you're like, oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. So then Sandy comes home drunk and uh, tells Kirsten his plan for the restaurant. He says something really uh, fucked up. Which is that, so he tells Kirsten, you know, I think I just went into business with Jimmy, uh, the restaurant business. And then he says that, she's like, what about the firm? And he says, the law firm will have my body, and so will you. But the re- <laughs> but the restaurant will have my soul. Yeah. <laughs> and my income. And I'm like, what the f- Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, like, why will uh, why will Kirsten not have your soul? Like what? Yeah. Well, he, it's it's this show is clearly has and always has been about uh, Jimmy versus Kirsten, and Sandy's picking his side now. <laughs> he's, just, he's aligning with uh, the new king of the town. Jimmy versus Kirsten is a weird way that. of looking at this show. I love that. One I've never explore uh Uh, Um, next week on justice for jimmy uh. (laughs) no no okay so yeah that's it for the adults you want to move on to the kids yeah let's let's talk about these crazy wild and crazy kids (laughs) okay so at the beginning of the episode uh we have this scene between oliver and marissa oliver shows up at jimmy's bachelor pad uh there's this really like awkward moment where marissa's like this place is only temporary and you could tell she's really like ashamed of it um and he's like i don't judge and he basically gets into how uh he's he's on the right track again and he told his parents about what happened at the rooney concert and he told his sponsor and him and Natalie, his girlfriend, got back together. And so he seems like he's in a really good place, right. and he wants well, to... He's also, like, so in this speech where he's talking about all this, it's also, like, clearly phony, because he's, like, he says the line, uh... He's, he says, he says, like, hang on, I gotta pull it up. He's, yeah, he says, I was busted for trying to buy coke, I should be in jail. Yeah. I was thinking, like, what, like, what person that does drugs is, like... Uh, like, people who do drugs, we belong in jail. Like, no. <laughs> like, you, like, like you, you realize you shouldn't be addicted to drugs, but, like, you don't think you should be in jail for it, you, you fuck. Right, like, exactly. Like, you, you're lying. You're lying to her. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but he's like, you know, and, yeah, without Ryan, I would be in jail right now. So, I, you know, I'm just really grateful to Ryan. Yeah. I want to be friends. I want to thank him. Let me take you guys to Palm Springs. My parents have a house there, right on the PGA golf course, 
whatever links and uh <laughs> he's like let's go to palm springs and she's like okay let me call ryan and ask him and then we have this insane moment <laughs> yeah. where marissa leaves oliver alone in her living room and he picks up a framed picture of marissa and ryan as his new theme song starts playing. <laughs> yeah, like No, it, like... I don't think it started at that point, yes. did it? Oh, yeah, Puddle of Mud. <laughs> Puddle of Mud starts playing. Yeah, they tease this, like, really slowly. Yeah, like... Puddle of Mud starts playing this, like, insanely heavy Puddle of Mud song. He picks up a framed picture of Marissa and Ryan, looks at it for a few seconds angrily, and then yeah. slowly puts it behind another framed picture of marissa and her dad yeah like the like the the imagery there is like uh she belongs with her father (laughs) (laughs) like like oliver's whole thing is just trying to get them to break up so that she gets closer with her dad he's gonna hire jimmy in the next (laughs) episode dude this dude's acting in this scene is so bad that it like makes misha barton look good (laughs) yeah I, that's I, impressive. I, it was very impressive. Um, yeah, it's uh, they are really, they're really laying it on thick right out of the gate. Yeah, with this episode. Uh, but, yeah. Um, which is which is good, I guess. Like they're not slowing down the momentum from the end of last episode. Yeah, right. I mean, like last episode ended like insanely with him just like stalking stalking them. yeah stalking them from outside with like an insane look on his face that you just got to keep it going like let it ride yeah, yeah. double down proud yeah. of them proud of them so, uh, so then we're outside in the backyard and sandy's teaching ryan how to golf yeah, yeah. it's really funny and it's very obvious that like all of this whole situation is really bothering ryan and uh sandy and more so seth are kind of like pressing his buttons a little bit yeah they're fucking loving it yeah seth Um, is like trying to get under his skin about how cool oliver is and stuff and it's very clear that like this whole situation is very stressful to ryan my favorite part of this scene and like one of my favorite parts of the show in general is like the cohen like different people in the show trying to like pin down what ryan's interests are because that's (laughs) clearly a facet to his character that like the writers of the show just like didn't want to spend any time on like they're like no one cares about what ryan is into they care about like his life and like his struggle and like i love other characters trying to pin down like i love like quote-unquote like normal adjusted characters trying to pin down like what kind of music ryan likes and shit like well like it's it's like it's funny because yeah like ryan is like to the audience acting as this like every man this like mysterious every man and like if we if we just don't say anything really about like what he likes or is into (laughs) like he's a like you anyone can get behind him right like everyone immediately can identify with him like for his like dark past and mystery and not like like with seth where people are like oh he's like he likes yeah like he's in like he likes comics and blah 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 whatever like yeah we don't know what ryan likes and that's what drives everyone wild yeah seth is like the seth is like such a like caricature of like an like 
an indie like comics guy like hipster right. basically like he yeah loves the same way Death luke Cab was, and bright yeah, eyes like, and right and luke's like your prototypical jock right or he kind of was he i don't they're doing something with him now the last two episodes where he's <laughs> turned into like a buffoon like a lovable buffoon yeah. justice for luke golden retriever yeah don't um, you think they kind of write marissa the same way kind of hobbyless kind of like joining what everybody else is up to just really kind of like main hobby being like doing what other people want or like I trying do, to help other people out yeah. I do thing. think that I do think that yeah. they write Marissa in a similar way and that like throughout her entire like journey on the show she's kind of just um there's like there's simply no room for it with her character because she's and same with Ryan because right. like they can't put a bunch of like fluff in there about these characters and like their general interests in a way that they can with other characters because their drama is like so at the forefront of the right. show for it, it would yeah like it would take away from the melodrama if it was like well Ryan, just go play a video game. Like, you're feeling bad? Like, go play a video game. You don't yeah. you feel better? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, no, the way, he, they show yeah. him sitting there deep in his thoughts or punching <laughs> someone or, yeah. like... Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Or they show Marissa right. drinking instead right. of, you know, listening to yeah. music in her room or something. Like... Right. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, I do... I also... The one thing about this scene I also like um, is I like any, any instance where... Uh, Seth and Sandy are like are the father son duo like having fun with each other and not like cause like there's other scenes and like at the expense of someone else yeah like they do this thing with Sandy where like they'll pair him off with someone mm -hmm. and like they'll like kinda get digs in at someone else and it's it's like pretty fun yeah mm -hmm. I mean right like immediately after this it's Sandy and Kirsten in the kitchen and <laughs> Haley walks in and like they're yeah. teaming up and you know, kind of doing the same, like, behind Haley's back bits to her or whatever, you know? Right. Um, and even when Caleb walks in later in the episode, it's the same thing. Like, that's definitely Sandy's, like, main role in, like, any scene that happens in that house. He's kind of just, like, there <laughs> to, like, poke fun at somebody. Um, but, yeah, after this, Sandy's in the kitchen with Kirsten, and Kirsten asks if they can trust Oliver... And Sandy's like, no, but we trust our guys. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> and they think I, I, Oliver's <laughs> parents are going to be there, which right, which is weird because like, yeah, like it's weird to me that but, they like it was weird to me that it was like, yeah, we trust like we trust our guys, like we do not trust Oliver, but then they trust that the parents will be there, like. Sandy just learned. Sandy just learned in the last episode that Oliver's parents are absent. Right. When like, he bailed him out of jail. Right, that's what I was saying is, like, he like he bailed him out of jail and, like, at what point did he talk to any of the parents? Like, he knows, like, his parents are, like, not around. Yeah. But it like, why would you think they're going to be there? It seems like the show made it seem like the kids also thought that the parents were going to be did. there. They did. They surely because, did. Because when they get there, Oliver's like, oh, yeah, parents couldn't make it. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Right. No, they definitely did. Like, I, like Seth wasn't I, lying to Sandy when he said Oliver's parents are going to be there. Right. I just, like, I, I believe the kids are gullible. Yeah. I just, like, after you bail this kid out of jail and, like, his parents are nowhere to be found and you also find out, like, they're out, like, 
he like lied about where they were or whatever. Like it's just like it's like I, for like a lawyer for like a lawyer who are in like the yeah. mo- the woman that uncovered the wetlands uh, cover up uh, a couple of sleuths in this kitchen. They can't they can't figure out. I mean, I I get what you're saying, but usually like the kids are in on it, like. Oh, yeah, the parents will be there, blah, 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 blah. Like, usually the kids aren't the ones who get fooled by that. Yeah, right. oh, I know. It, right. it's, I know, it's weird. Usually um, they're in on it. Well, right, the, exactly. the bigger, like, my bigger concern is why these kids still fucking believe anything Oliver yeah. says. Yeah, right. Like, like that's, that's the thing. Um, but Marissa just has such a unbelievable trust in him like she just yeah. goes above and beyond to excuse yeah. every single thing he does she's in love with him like <laughs> it's like he, like literally the only way to like actually like put this in any push like to like justify this in my mind because like also like all the shit that oliver does that's like marissa should be like oh like don't like why are you touching me or like what are you doing or like there's just like a lot of weird shit that happens between them that like should make her uncomfortable. I don't... Okay, I don't think... I know I've seen the show before, but just my... Like, without putting any of that into this, I, like, as... Okay, I think Marissa has finally in her life met someone who is more damaged than she is, and she feels sorry for him, and she feels... She sees herself in him, as we Mm. see at the end of the episode, and... She wants to help this person because she can't, you know, she's fucked up and she can't help yeah. herself. And, like, also, like, it's fucking hard when, I don't know, like, obviously the show isn't, like, giving us major hints about this, but just, like, from my own, putting my own personal experience into the show, like, it's fucking hard in the moment when a guy is making you uncomfortable to, like, be, to like, get the fuck yeah. away from me. Yeah, I just, like, the only reason that I think, the only reason I feel like she's, like, like, I, she, I feel like she's not, I guess, I don't know, like, I, I think, I was, I mean, I meant that, like, she's clearly not uncomfortable by him, even though the stuff he does, like, like, she, cause she doesn't talk to Ryan about it, like, she doesn't, like, I feel like she would be, like, agreeing with Ryan, like, yeah, I, I like, something is up with him, or something. Yeah, even but, if yeah. it was, like, even if she was just, like, yeah, yeah like, He's acting weird, but she won't right, even admit right. that. She won't admit that. But it is, I do think it is, like, for, and, like, I kind of want to make it, I, I mean, like, it is that she, I think she wants to help him. I kind if I'm, like, super critical of her, I think, like, she wants to help him for, like, her own reasons of, like, like, she, like, she enjoys that someone is, like, more fucked up than her. Hmm, yeah. Like, because she's not... Like, I, like, it doesn't seem also like she's really trying to help him either. Like, she's not offering help other than just, like, listening to what he's doing. And, like, like at the end of the episode, Ryan does bring up a point, like, about the real way to help him. And she's, like, so against it. Yeah. And, like, if she really did care, like, if she did feel for him and understand him and, like, wanted to help him, like, she should be doing other things... It just see it feels like more they like she just enjoys having this person around her that's like more fucked up than she is. Yeah, no, I totally see that. I agree. Later on, like Oliver's like egging Ryan on and like maybe she doesn't hear all of it, but when he's like he like hits the ball yeah, and uh 
he's like, oh, did you imagine my face on it or whatever? And then he's like taunting him about being bad at golf and then like immediately turns to Marissa. He's like, am I trying too hard with Ryan? Like, I just want him to be my friend. It's like, yeah, you're like, fucking like, yeah, like, no, you're you like, like trying to make him. him look yeah. bad. Yeah, but what it, what is... What is yeah. Marissa's experience with guys up until this point? She fucking dated Luke since she was like eight years old. And Luke is <laughs> totally the type of guy who would be like, hey, nice yeah. putt or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. Uh, Luke, Luke was, yeah. That, was type that type of guy. Of guy. Yeah. Uh, w- w- until he met uh, Seth, I guess. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what. <laughs> until his dad, until yeah. he found out his dad was yeah. gay, I guess. Luke would have been like, like he, he changed. welcome to the golf course, bitch. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> old old Luke would have said, "Welcome to the golf course." And bitch. I mean, like, if like if you think about it, like, yeah, Oliver is being like fucking annoying. But the only reason like we think he's annoying is because he is clearly he's clearly like intruding on their friend group and has other motives. But if he was just like like if Luke was like talking trash on the golf course, we'd be like, "Oh, that's just like guys being dudes." Like. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, like, yeah. okay, I mean, like, you. No, that's true. No, that's true. Uh, yeah, but... like you would be like, that's annoying. Like, who cares? Yeah, it's they just would just golf, be like, that's annoying. It wouldn't be All like right. a weird thing that right. we're talking about. We're also yeah. pairing our opinions of the things the show has shown us um, that other characters haven't seen. You know, like the picture frame and oh, the yeah. being outside right. the house and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I just think like I think like. Uh, I think in, like, those instances, though, like, if, like, not having seen anything, like, I do agree you probably wouldn't be as critical of it, but if, like, I feel like Marissa should be, like, like, when, when he brings up, when Oliver brings up, like, oh, I don't think he likes me, like, Marissa should be like, well, you know, maybe, maybe try this instead, like, offer up, like, She's yeah, like, maybe, idiot. yeah, <laughs> She's like, maybe, like she is an yeah, idiot. She is, she, yeah, okay. She's and like she's she she honestly wouldn't know to be like you're being annoying. Like she <laughs> she wouldn't know to be like yeah. hey maybe just like don't make fun of him because he's never played golf before. Like and also like she is not she's not a great person. Like she doesn't well, yeah, think, I just think like she's, that. I feel yeah. Like. I just think she's like a bad girlfriend. Yeah, she's putting she's Oliver like a, before Ryan because like I don't know. I feel like. If we were playing golf or something, I'm looking at Jason when I'm saying this. If we were playing golf and like someone was Your like roommate being... Jason, <laughs> and uh, someone was like being a dick to Jason, I would be like, and they were like, and they were my friend and they were trying to be his friend. I would be like, you're being like an ass yeah. to him. Like, to maybe yeah. just don't. Like, he's never played golf before. Like, just stop saying shit. Right. Because also, like, with the exception of like Ryan's freak out on the golf course at one point, like Ryan's like being like super chill about this whole thing like he's not yeah. he's not he like at in the last couple episodes he's not being an asshole at all no. to Oliver like he's just expressing to Marissa like when he feels uncomfortable and she's just like whatever <laughs> like, yeah absolutely and he's just like he's totally fine I mean he's not okay like privately he's not 100% comfortable with their friendship but also like he is fine with them hanging out. He just doesn't want to be a part of it. Right. Like, in a way, like, he's not voicing... I mean, maybe he should voice his discomfort to her, but he's smart enough to know that, like, this kid is damaged, and, like, if he said that to Marissa, it would cause problems for yeah. them. 
Also, like, he knows, like, I mean, he is aware that, like, Marissa can have friends and hang out with friends that are guys. Yeah. Like, he's, he's not, like, he's not your, like, typical, like, shitty boyfriend that's like, oh, you can't see him because I don't trust you or whatever. He's, like, yeah. being pretty cool the entire time about it. And yeah. even and, like, at the end when he's, like, even at the end when he doesn't want her to spend the night with him at the hotel, it's not because he thinks anything is going to happen with them. It's because he doesn't believe Ol- that Oliver right. tried to kill himself. Like, he just doesn't trust this person. Right. And thinks he's, you know, dangerous or going to hurt Marissa. Um, well, should we just talk about him trying to kill himself and then we'll, like, circle back to Seth and them? Yeah, yeah, we can we, we can flesh this out. What? There's just, it's fine. What? Oh, the golf. You want to talk about the golf chase? Yeah, we absolutely are going to. Is that what you want to talk about? Way before it. What? Oh, sorry. Uh, Lauren and Jason are dating. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that what's? Um, but no, we can do it that way. It's guest choice yeah. this week. Uh, so before they leave, everyone comes over to the Coens, uh, including Luke and Anna and Summer, um, and right off the bat, uh, which we know because Summer told Marissa that she was going to sabotage the trip for Seth and Anna, because she's clearly not comfortable, uh, with their relationship, um, Summer, like, Seth and Anna are having, do you think it's a cute moment in Seth's room, or do you think they're being, like, corny and nasty i think it's cute i i, I think was... it's cute this time i think when they do it in palm springs it's like fuck see off. i thought yeah. i thought that i thought that was cute i thought it was dumb <laughs> the first time <laughs> and then the second time i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> okay i get this it really bothered me and maybe this is just like a a rich thing but they both had their shoes on on his yeah. bed yeah, it is really, a rich uh, thing. <laughs> I was really, I was really torn up about that. That, that was. I, I also feel like they made. I'd have to go back and see, but there's no way the first time they showed them in that room that Jenga thing no. was there. It's like destroyed already. <laughs> but but right. then when Summer walks in, it was like, there. No, it, it just it wasn't constructed. Yeah. It wasn't no, it, a full tower. It no, it was. So I did pay attention. Um, <laughs> It, it actually looked like there was more... It looked like it was a full tower, but, like, there were more pieces on the side. Like, it looked like oh, it was... Oh, maybe I a, thought a, it was a pile. It was, like, a full tower plus. Like, <laughs> it was, Extra like... It was, like... Pieces. It seemed like more pieces were taken out than were actually taken out of the... Unless they were taken out of the... Off the top. Right. Like, directly from the top. Like, <laughs> it just... It was just funny that it was just, like... Like, first of all... What psycho is? I guess it's high stakes Jenga. Like it's on a, it's on a bed. They're both on. Like yeah. How Maybe how insane? Strip Jenga. They're doing trick shots. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. Like how like how like how long would a game last on a bed? Like when you're on the bed with seconds. it. Seconds. Yeah, like, uh, also, yeah, Luke no, showing up. Wild. Luke shows up, and like these kids are all what seventeen. I'm not gonna oh, ask man. how he got it. I'm not gonna ask how he got a truck full of alcohol. I am gonna ask how they think they're gonna drive this truck full of alcohol. These seventeen-year-olds, like I don't know. And now we Paul come Springs. to maybe the most important point of the episode. Before Oliver's girlfriend bails, 
it seems like they were going to drive four separate vehicles. <laughs> yep. Yeah. To this destination. <laughs> four vehicles. I put that in what, my notes. What in the world? Yeah. <laughs> Oliver was going to drive by himself. Yeah. Uh, well, with his girlfriend. With his girlfriend. Uh, Luke was going to drive the pickup also, truck with the all by, also by himself though. Like, <laughs> well, no, because then the only other car. Wait, where were the other? Maybe cars? some. Maybe Summer was going to be in there. Anna and Seth were in the convertible. Yeah, and right. then Marissa okay. and Ryan were going to drive too, because then Mar- Marissa was like, "Oh, I'll ride with Oliver." Yeah, and then Ryan rode with Luke. Wait, how does Summer get there? Summer gets goes Summer in the gets con- shotgun in Anna's convertible. That's right. That's right. Okay. Um, and plays. Uh... She plays the Da Vinci Code audio book <laughs> way <right> there. <laughs> um, Which is pretty. I uh, like it. But yeah, Luke is like Luke is up to his old fucking jock shit because he's <laughs> absolutely fr- freaky about this alcohol, like <laughs> putting it into a cooler all nice, and then the second they get there, like, hey, I don't want it, I don't want this to get skunked, like yeah, gotta, like it's gonna get, get skunked if yeah, it's dude. not refrigerated for two hours, like, <laughs> right, n- like unopened. Like, oh how long do you think it's been sitting in that liquor store, fucker? <laughs> also, I, the, I, it looked like there was, so I get now that it was beer because they talk about all the beer he brought, but it looked like he had two full cases of, like, vodka. <laughs> yeah, that is, okay, so that's, it's exactly what they did show. <laughs> like, I they mean, like, two yeah, white like, boxes. like, those were not boxes of beer. No. Right. But, like, he also had beer. Like, I think the implication was, because... I think what uh, Seth says, like, what'd you rob a liquor store? Mm-hmm. Which, first of all, anyone that robs liquor stores, they don't take the liquor, they take cash. But, that, that, and, like, boner phones, I don't know. But, <laughs> like, the, <laughs> so, you, like, he, I, I think the implication was he had, like, a shit ton of beer and a shit ton of liquor, and he just, like, don't, like, he's, he, he just wants that, the, he, the beer is the focus, because he's got to get that thing to a fridge. <laughs> Liquor, that's fine. <laughs> but, no, the stupid fucking thing is, it's in a cooler. Yeah. Like, he's like, we got, it, they're carrying a giant cooler into yeah. Oliver's house, and he's like, where's the fridge? I gotta, I don't want this to get skunked. It's like, it's in a cooler. Is that just your, like, transportation device? Like, I, I cannot stress enough they're 17. How do they get this much beer? I don't what, know. On what, in what planet do you, well, I guess, I don't know, like, what, Luke's dad bought it i don't i don't know like <laughs> how do you get it he's still guilty about being gay he bought, <laughs> yes. beer. He bought beer for luke no i don't know he mu- i don't know they drink all the time they must yeah have it, fake ids up. whatever i honestly i'm shocked he didn't have just like a fucking keg in his <laughs> yeah. truck bed um but yeah so so yeah so oliver shows up uh surprise surprise him and natalie broke up again <laughs> <laughs> and I just We're feel sick like of at, shit, Oliver. I just feel like at this point he's not even like trying. Like he literally yeah. shows up with like a frown on his face and is like, "Well, Natalie and I yeah. broke up again." Like it's just oh, not. I, oh, I guess we. I, I just, guess we shouldn't go. I guess. Uh, I guess we should. Oh, I guess we should call off the trip, guys. I don't know. Uh, like yeah, it's like so, so small. See, like no, absolutely. Like get get out of here, guy. Yeah, 
And, uh, yeah, so, um, Marissa's like, no, we shouldn't cancel it, I'll, I'll just ride with you, and Ryan's very cool about it, he's like, yeah, that's fine, you should go with him, um, they, they get there, it seems that Oliver <laughs> was, was speeding ahead of them the whole time, yeah. as if yeah. that would make him closer to Marissa, and, yeah. and further, get her further away from Ryan, like, literally... Um, <laughs> like yeah, just give him that. I need. I need ten minutes. I need ten extra minutes with her. <laughs> yeah. I just. I just need. I just gotta get. I gotta get some time in here. Uh, ten minutes is all I need on the couch, and I'll be in. <laughs> yeah. Um. They get there, and they're they're essentially like cuddling on the couch. Like they each have yeah. their arm like on the back of the couch, like around each other. When Ryan and Luke walk in, um. After the oh, we learn that Oliver's parents are not coming again. Like shocker. Yeah, right. Um, and then Oliver starts showing everyone to their bedrooms, and he uh, he shows Ryan and Marissa their room, and only after he walks into the room does he say, "Oh, I forgot this was the room with two twins." Like, um, which yeah, like you haven't seen it yet. So which one did you think it was? Yeah. <laughs> In the process of elimination, you went into all the other rooms and you didn't see the twin beds. How could, like... <laughs> right. Um, and he's like, wait, what does he say before this? He says, like, I assume Seth, Summer, and Anna will be our triple. Why would you assume uh, that? Yeah, no, that's exactly, like, why... <laughs> like, why would you fucking it... assume that? I think Summer ends up... She stays with Luke anyway, but, like, why would you assume that? No, it's so weird. he was talking about golf no, parents. Yeah, you said about golf. <gasps> But it still was oh. weird that, like... And he also said threesome. Threesome, yeah. Like, but also, like, why... I just don't understand why, why like... Why set it up that way? Yeah, like, why even have Luke involved with you? Like, why have why not have Luke with them? Or why not have someone instead of Luke with you? Like, it's just, like, a weird... Right, like a why, weird would, why would you have another witness to your, like, shitty <laughs> yeah. behavior around right. this relationship? Like, someone, like, on Ryan's side, like, you would want to isolate Ryan in this situation. For so, sure. Like, like Ryan... Also... Sorry, what were you going to say? I think that, like, Luke being there through all the shit that Oliver does on the golf course is, like, a big factor in, like, Ryan, like, keeping his composure and, like, being chill about everything is because he realizes, like... Like yeah, this else, is like, fucked got, up. Like, right. I'm not well, just, like, being paranoid or anything. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say is that it's not smart. Like, if Oliver is trying to, like... He's obviously trying to get Ryan to look to Mar to look like a jealous boyfriend to Marissa. But right. him having Luke around all the time is just validating Ryan's... Like, right. all of Ryan's thoughts about Oliver. Because if, like... But there is if, no, there is well, no way to write this seven person golf expedition and have it be perfect for both storylines because then you it's wouldn't like, just you don't wouldn't have Luke in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you, we, Raph, we need sure. now. I know. I mean do. we got a lot of justice for Luke this episode, but <laughs> it, had well, he been in the other golfing group then like yeah. uh Summer wouldn't have been able to boss like do her shit right oh yeah and also uh, like what they would have done is tried to push a luke summer thing which further and like no. should have happened no it shouldn't have <laughs> uh i do okay i just want to i just want to go back to something and point out something i didn't realize until just now uh 
Luke's bringing a truckload of alcohol <laughs> to a house where we all thought parents were going to be. Right. Up until we got there. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, oh, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm it sorry, make Luke. Sense. But... <laughs> I mean, it's like... No, like, what you would do is just, like, put a couple of bottles of liquor in your backpack or right. something. You wouldn't... Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't do what he did. Right. <laughs> um... What? Okay, so we're on the golf course. Yeah. And Oliver's talking shit and making Ryan look bad and acting innocent. And then Luke is clearly Team Ryan and he's like, they're not even looking. <laughs> like, he like can't keep his eyes off Marissa. Like, just kick the ball in. Like, we'll say you did a better on the score or whatever. Yeah, that was tight. And then all of a sudden, Oliver goes last person like last person to the car has to buy the first round which is like okay like are you guys going to the bar <laughs> yeah the like club. are you guys who's buying what you can't buy that you're 17 the fucking like pga club yeah like and oh and luke just goes just luke just like oh, dotes off yeah like, we get like, we get a glimpse of old luke his eyes he, go wide dude, i said he, i said in this scene luke is like jason like if jason <laughs> was in that situation he'd be swinging a club around yeah. the same and way. also like ryan was super into this proposition they were into it <laughs> yeah, yeah dude yeah. They oh. run to the car. Dude, I am fucking, not buying that round. <laughs> puddle of mud starts slowly creeping back in. Yeah. And you know, like, Luke is going Luke is fucking raging from the the passenger seat of the golf cart. With his beer, with an open beer. Yeah. He's looking on the course with an open beer. <laughs> also there's no one else playing golf. Yeah. Yeah, they just picked the perfect Saturday to go to this fucking <laughs> golf court resort. Also, you can't drive like that on, yeah, the, you on those cannot. links. Yeah. There's I just thought, no way. I thought it was going to end with them getting like pulled over by security or something and like that was going to be like the big dramatic ending to that was like like they got Ryan to get arrested again or some shit. like not arrested but like got Ryan in trouble with the security and right like he would have had to leave and then oliver could have made his move or whatever but what did happen is not what did happen (laughs) somehow (laughs) what did happen somehow they were in a race and then somehow like one of them gets turned around and all of a sudden we're playing a game of chicken yeah no all of a sudden Luke and Ryan are driving up a hill while Oliver and Marissa are driving down one. And they're supposed to be racing to the same place. (laughs) And, and yeah, Oliver runs Luke and Ryan off the hill into some brush. And Oliver just looks insane. There's, like, a close-up on his face, and he's, like... As Luke would say, that dude was not playing. <laughs> he was not playing. Yeah. And, and uh, Oliver was like, I was just playing, man. And it, before Luke even says that dude was not playing, Ryan's like, oh, yeah, why don't you come down here and say that or something? I was like, yeah, yeah like, nice joke. Come... <laughs> he was like, why don't, yeah, why don't you come play down here? Yeah. No, you're like, both wrong. Wait, what does he say? He says, good joke, come down here and tell another one. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. so good. It's, it's so such a good sick. Tight, what a tight line. So I, sick. Oh, wow. 
Um, yeah, because Oliver's like, I'm just joking around. And then Marissa's like, he was just joking. Um, <laughs> he was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan's like, yeah, even then, he's, like, pretty chill. He's like, I'm fine. It's cool. Just, like, go. Um, yeah, she's not like, are you okay, Ryan? <laughs> like, like, dude, Ryan. they just fucking wrecked. And then they just leave. leave like, then Oliver leave. and Marissa just leave. This golf yeah. cart is presumably fucked to hell. Like, It's yeah. like, it's honestly like they write Marissa to only have so much emotional capability and she just like feel for two people at and once. just like the right. presence of oliver makes her like no longer recognize ryan as a human being <laughs> yeah i yeah, mean basically she... like he like almost drove a golf cart into like a lake and she just like make sure he's not dead and then just like yeah. she's like she oh he be, was just kidding she and then she that. runs back up there. She she like, close to him <laughs> she's still on the hill <laughs> no, like, no she goes down to him but yeah, yeah. she's just like she goes down and she's she's like you know ryan just got done yelling at her friend and she's yeah. just like hey is everything okay he was just joking and it's like yeah. bitch are you fucking kidding me like and so anyway um they're back in the house later. We see Seth and Anna getting ready for bed. Dude, dude, Anna, so Anna is like primed and ready. She mentions She's the horny. Best. She's horny. Yeah, she, She's absolutely she horny. She is so horny in a silk nighty over a white t shirt. <laughs> I know, I love it. She looks cute. She looks really cute. I do have an issue with her. Uh, eventually going to sleep with a full face of makeup on, but I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> we'll save it for when it comes um, when it comes up again. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk about it later. I'll talk about it in five minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, and of course, you know, Seth has just finished getting the humidifier to the precise like temperature or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he puts it to it He has the fanciest slippers that have ever been made on. They're like. <laughs> They're like so. They're like silk. They're I like mean, loafers. Yeah, almost. for sure. Um, well, there are yeah. shoes on the bed household, so <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't put it past them. Anna's under the covers, but she has shoes on under there. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? Whoa. What the hell? Oh, that was. We just heard that in our headphones. Oops, sorry. Um, I heard it in mine too. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah. Bing. Did it come out of the iPad? I thought um, when you get a text or something. Well, anyway. Um, so <laughs> so they're about to have sex or go to bed or whatever. Sex. <laughs> sex. And, oh no, a bunch. everyone's going to make fun of me for being Midwestern again. Oh, I thought uh, you were like saying it like that on purpose because they were acting like a Midwestern couple. Oh no, that's just Just edit I out talk. the part. Yeah, edit out that last part. Everyone will think you're just doing a bit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, no, I have to be true to myself and my roots. Um, and the fans. And the fans. They the most important. That's why they tune in. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, and unfiltered. <laughs> um, so speaking of unfiltered, Summer comes in. <laughs> Summer comes in. <laughs> Summer comes in and is like, uh, you know. Luke is what Luke's watching porn or sports or he's hogging the remote and it's either porn or sports. So can I hang in here? They're like, we're actually. Also, how about does to she not to... know? How does she not know what? 
If his parents won't. I was getting the impression that he kept switching between the two. I was getting the impression that he was giving her the choice. And she was like, uh, neither. Oh. No, I, I was getting the impression that she's just lying and is yeah, just I mean wants that, to be in that room. I guess, okay, yeah, she was just lying. I was just imagining he's watching, like, porn that is sports-themed. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Porno sports. Yeah. He thought she or said like, porn or sports, but she said porno sports. Porno sports. Like, yeah, like, who can, like... Who can joke off the fastest or something? Like, it's like events oh. related around, like, oh, pornographic sex shit. acts. Like wow. the Pornographic Olympics or something. That's good. Um, yeah. anyway. We'll pitch it next <laughs> fall to NBC. <laughs> yeah. We'll redo this episode. We'll retcon <laughs> this episode. Um, but yeah, so Summer comes in. She's being... Uh, She's being obnoxious on purpose. Um, she She's bugging them. She's sabotaging yeah. their night together. Later, Seth and Anna figure out how to kind of, like, roll with this. And they're just being, like... They're doing, like, their, their cute, like, banter back and forth, which is getting on Summer's nerves. Um, they have some really funny conversations about, like, Cabbage Patch Kids... Um, uh, breakfast egg McMuffins egg all McMuffins. day. They, I was gonna ask you this, Lauren. So they mention, um, they specifically mention like, why can't McDonald's serve egg McMuffins all day? Why is it stop at ten thirty? Okay. Yeah. Does the creator of the show, the way he attributes Christmaca to himself, does he also attribute McDonald's now selling breakfast all day Ooh. to his idea from this show. Wow. I mean, probably. He has a huge ego. <laughs> Clearly. There's, there's no way he could claim that to be his, though, because it was such a big deal in the hit movie Big Daddy. No, but in Big Daddy, uh, all Andrew Sandu <laughs> offers us are uh, co- complaints, no solutions. He just says, why can't you serve me at 11? He doesn't, he doesn't come up with the idea... Oh, you guys should do this all day. Yeah, he just wants to extend it a little bit. Yeah, for he's just got he's just he's just inconvenienced and he's mad and he's just <laughs> I'm I'm Adam Sandler. Just serve me my McMuffin. He's not he doesn't realize like, oh you guys could do this all day. Listen, in a court in a court of law, Josh Schwartz <laughs> would win this case over Big Daddy, is what we're saying. <laughs> but can, neither I, I have neither to one should win. <laughs> Um, Although, no, okay, but in Big Daddy, uh, he becomes a lawyer. So, I don't know who would win, to be honest. Wow. Adam Sandler. They have Sandy Cohen. He has Sandy Cohen on on his side. Yeah, but... Actually, they have Berkeley Law School on their side, because Berkeley are big Sandy Cohen fans. Yeah, but everyone that Adam Sandler knows in that movie is a lawyer. And his dad. There's a lot. There'd be a. It'd be a really good legal <laughs> it'd be battle. A really good crossover. <laughs> because. Because. <laughs> uh, Speaking of crossovers, I do you guys want a fact about the OC? Yeah. So I think I've told Ronnie this before, but a true fact about the OC actually in 2004. So it must have been when season one of the OC wrapped. Um, Ron Howard of. Arrested Development fame asked Josh Schwartz if he could have the kids from the OC 
play themselves on an episode of Arrested Development, which also took place in Orange County, and Josh Schwartz wow. said no. Wow. wow. When, can you imagine that crossover? That's, yeah, that's, like, insane that he said no to that. He said no to it. I assume it's because, like, Ron Howard was also claiming something about the McMuffin. And, like, <laughs> they, had, they had their own legal beef. Remember the, cl- remember the classic Chris Mika episode of Arrested Development? <laughs> yeah. I mean, forget? they were clearly feuding. Uh, <laughs> they were good friends before they started filming each of those shows, and then they <laughs> split from that. It's so interesting to think about these those two shows being on Fox at the same time, though. Yeah, that's wild. It's really fucked up. Anyway, um, yeah, so the the end resolution to this scene and Summer's final uh, final like step in her plan to sabotage Anna and Seth is to tell them that they're so alike and so in sync that they could be brother and sister which like completely turns Seth and Anna off to each other I don't know for good I, for good, I don't know that that type of comment would have that sort of impact on me like I, I just not that it's not like what like off-putting but like i just feel like i could brush it off more easily like if i was like if i like really was planning on like having sex that night i don't think that that would like yeah you probably dissuade me you guys would probably incorporate it into your role play okay stop (laughs) you you look at each other and be like oh there's an idea shut up ronnie all right try having sex now we're cutting this. <laughs> Jason and I have to break up now. We're so turned off. <laughs> wow, I just got done saying that I wouldn't be turned off by that. And now well, well. I have to break up with Jason. Uh, <laughs> and now Jason's all mine. Just going. Wow, that's so cute. Okay, we are... We are one hour and 22 minutes in. Let's get to the real meat and potatoes of this episode and talk about... uh, Let's wrap up this Oliver stuff. So, um, Ryan is in the kitchen doing dishes after this whole, like, golf cart crash. And Oliver comes in. Starts pressing his buttons again. Yeah, turning off the fucking faucet while Ryan's trying to do dishes. Just, like, extremely annoying shit. Um, Petty. Very Petty. petty, yeah. Um, and Oliver's like, I want to start new. I feel like we got off on the wrong foot. And Ryan comes back at him like, yeah, well, next time you want to be alone with my girlfriend, let me know so I can stay home. And Oliver flips. Like, he throws, he breaks a dish into the sink. He starts hitting himself in the head and is, like, yelling, I'm so stupid, I'm so stupid. Marissa hears this. She comes in, she's like, what is going on? This is not a good look for Ryan. Uh, Oliver's like, it's fine, I'm gonna go get some air, I'm gonna get food for breakfast, I'll be back. And Marissa immediately turns on Ryan and is like, what did you say to him? Why is he so upset? Um, And Ryan is like, we were talking about you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's just not a good look for Ryan. I mean, it's not that he did anything wrong i guess no uh, it just doesn't look it like it doesn't look like good. the way it's set up makes him look like and this yeah. like was presumably oliver's plan the whole time oh definitely yeah but so it's not looking good for ryan two hours pass and oliver still isn't back 
Marissa can't get a hold of him. Finally, she does. He calls her from the Four Seasons in Newport, saying that he took a bunch of pills. Uh, when we see him, he's... The acting is so fucking bad, but he's... Yeah, insanely bad. It's so bad, but he's, like, you know, really out of it, presumably on a lot of pills, um, and says he's gonna try and throw them all up, but he wants Marissa to come back there because he's really scared. Um, Yeah, so I also thought that was, like, like in them making this show, like, at that point, they're, like, laying it on way too thick because, like, he could have just said, I took a bunch of pills and, like, I don't... Like, I'm in a weird state or whatever... And you could have believably had Marissa be like, yeah. I, I'm coming to, like... Like, the fact that he has to ask her to, like, she come stay with anyway. him. She would have anyway. Yeah, like, it's, it's too... Th- it's, like, laying it on way too thick even for, like, the audience. Where, like... Yeah. She... she Who just being like, no, I'm gonna come, like, make sure you're okay because I've been through this or whatever. It would have been a way better way to deal with this than him being... Like, asking her to come, like... Yeah, it, and it would have made... Like, yeah, and it would have made her look better... Like, in, right. in my eyes, you know, like, oh, right. you know, she she really does, like, she really is, like, concerned for this person. Not that she's, you know, she's going to go regardless. It's just, like, they're making yeah. it more about, they're making it more about how shitty Oliver is than about how good of a person right. Marissa is. It's also making it, like, it's like she's not suspicious by that. Yeah. Like, it's just a weird, like, what, like, yeah, it's... It's him laying it on, like, super thick and not, no one, it's, like, unnecessary. Yeah. So, um, so they do. Ryan and Marissa go to Oliver. When they're in the car, she's trying to get a hold of him. Cut to Oliver. Phone uh, ringing. Uh, Tom Jones sequence. playing. Tom Jones. Uh, I'd like to say I really enjoyed this sequence. Yeah, this You're is like, a yeah. great, great sequence. Yeah, so. They're playing It's Not Unusual, and he's like. Playing with all these pill bottles. And dancing, <laughs> drinking. Dancing, he's yeah. got a, a drink in a hand. They're doing, yeah. like, they're either filming it in slow motion, or they're, like, cutting some of the frames out, so it's, like, very, like, stroby, like, motion blur. Yeah. Um, and I think they hit a nice balance of, like, if you care about this show, you could, like, perceive this as, like, a really dark way of showing this scene but if you're just like a casual viewer like it's also like another interpretation would be like like it's funny as hell yeah (laughs) yeah it's like funny as hell exactly and it's like just it's like just the kind of like like to me it was like it was like a breath of fresh air to see this scene uh looking at it like this is funny (laughs) like after seeing all this like dumb like all this shit this dumbass is doing and like I'm getting annoyed and mad at him and whatever, and then I'm like, uh, like he likes to cut back. He likes to cut loose, even when he's like in the middle of a plan. <laughs> well, like he's in the middle of like a like a really devious, like awful plan. He's cutting loose. Well, also, and we talked about this last episode about how how much the writers were dedicated to making this guy seem bad without actually showing the ways in which he's bad and it's refreshing to just see him be like evil right like it's refreshing to see him lie to marissa and clearly not be on pills throw like dump all of his pills onto the table put them in a candy jar um throw the pill bottles like it's like okay finally like you know it's not just like weird 
I mean, we did see him looking through the window, and we did see him putting the picture frame, yeah. hiding the picture frame and stuff, but, like, it's refreshing to just see, to just be able to be like, okay, here is this guy's, like, M.O., like... Yeah, no, I agree. I'm still, like, I'm still curious, though, about, like, um, whose house is this in Palm Springs? Like, is it really his parents? Like, whose hotel room were they at? Who's, like... There's still, like, a bunch of, like, unanswered questions about, like... Oh, yeah. ...his life that I'm like, whoa, do they ever answer this? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, no, totally. It's just, it's one of those things, like, where they... They just... They, like, cut off more than they could chew, basically. Like, they just... They really wanted to convince us, like, to be suspicious of him, and they just, like, put... Like, left a bunch of loose threads that, like, they didn't need to leave. Like... Right. Like I said in the last episode, like, they could have easily just been, like... He could have been straight up about, like, oh, I have, like, absentee parents, and, like... Right. Here's like, where just, I live. Right. They're never home. And I could have easily believed, like, oh, yeah, that could fuck with a 16, 17-year-old kid or whatever, like... Right. You know, whatever. But, um, yeah, so finally they show up to the hotel. Oliver is fine. He has just gotten <laughs> out of the shower. Yeah. Um, he says he's thrown up all the pills. Ryan suggests that they take him to an emergency room, because if he did take everything he said he took which he said he took a bunch of sleeping pills and a bunch of painkillers yeah um, like very casually he's like i don't really remember it was like a bunch of sleeping pills and like pain pills and like i wonder what the pill bottle that ryan found on the ground says yeah marissa's maybe the only person in newport who wouldn't have agreed that he needed to go <laughs> to the hospital at that very moment yeah like, she just, like, is so down with doing it Oliver's way. Well, right. yeah, she's, yeah, she obviously is, you know, uh, has, has she's, she's been in this situation before and she's putting herself in his shoes, like, so much that she can't see what's going on. Uh, right. And, yeah, and, like, and Ryan even says, like, you know, he finds the pill bottle on the ground, he he doesn't he sees that something is up he sees that a person who has just been through what oliver went through wouldn't be like you you wouldn't be okay i mean like marissa took a bunch of pills and like you know she didn't throw them up like they had to pump her stomach and stuff but she was still in the hospital for a couple days like it's not like it's a pretty serious thing even i don't know i just feel like you're not okay after yeah well that but also like what is what is cool like that Ryan does say too is like when they're like when him and Marissa are like kind of arguing about this when Oliver goes into the room uh like Ryan knowing everything he does know uh he's not like this dude's an asshole like whatever he does say like maybe this guy does need help like this guy does need real help like knowing what I know this guy's like a freak and he's, like, a psycho, and, like, he's doing all this shit to, like, make me mad and, like, break us apart, but he's also doing it, and, like, the way he's doing it, like, it's beyond just, like, shitty and malicious, it's actually, like, harmful, potentially, to himself. Even though he didn't really take pills, like, what kind of person lies about that? Right, Like, he has issues, like, he needs help. Right, that's what I was gonna say, when he makes that comment that Marissa is so hurt by when he says what kind of person would do this, I don't think that he was talking about trying suicide i think he was talking about lying about that and yeah like that 
in the whole situation. Yeah, in that way. Um, and, you know, she's obviously like, well, she's hearing that and thinking what kind of person would feel so lost and alone that they would take a bunch of pills. Well, she did that earlier this season. Right, so, she's so she's extremely hurt by this comment um, and tells him to go. And uh, she's staying the night there with him, which Ryan doesn't like. Like I said, not because, or I don't think because he thinks anything's going to happen, but because he recognizes that this person is desperate and, like, dangerous, potentially. Um, right. But, yeah, he ends up leaving. Puddle of Mud <laughs> starts playing again <laughs> yeah, <hell laughs> for, yeah. a, for the final time. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, Ryan closes the, the hotel door. The penthouse store on them and then the episode ends yeah that's it um yeah. any like any thoughts that we missed that you want to bring up before we get into some bits um there's something that happened in this episode really early on when sandy and kirsten are talking about Haley in the kitchen and they're kind of just like talking about how Caleb's finally coming back and like kind of just how they need to like be kind to Haley or whatever or like you know brace her for or brace themselves or whatever and then yeah. she walks in and they're like do you want orange juice do you want muffins which like really <laughs> rubbed me the wrong way because in the last episode that was like what was totally angering them yeah. was that yeah. she was taking all the breakfast supplies and now they're yeah. like come on take all the breakfast supplies yeah like it, it almost seems like they're making like if i was Haley, i think they were making fun of me i think they were like coming at me like oh we got you orange juice we got you those pumpkin muffins you wanted like yeah eat up, fucker like <laughs> especially following what happened last episode but i feel like isolating it i think what they're trying to do and i think what kirsten is trying to do in that scene is like make Haley feel like she doesn't have to leave as soon as her dad gets there yeah like they're trying to make yeah. her feel like hey we're not actually sick of you you can stay here as long as you need to um but yeah <laughs> like i would i, I would also... think that they're harassing me too yeah and then the other thing is the final um summer and luke scene when they're like oh like, yeah like i get oh, yeah, i forgot about this like i guess they locked up oliver's house and like grabbed all the stuff out of it because everyone <laughs> yeah, else like rushed out Turned of off the, the water yeah like yeah. they took care of everything and locked it up and just like total justice for luke move is totally just like you know she's like kind of ashamed or embarrassed or oh, whatever so and he's just like you know you're such a catch you're beautiful blah 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 but then he says you're looking pretty hot these days <laughs> yeah. yeah he's being very kind to her but then he's just but then he just like kind of sits there lingers a little too and long. lingers yeah, a little too long <laughs> however <Real hot. laughs> he fucking he fucking saves it when she's like when she laughs it's like no way and he's like uh not a problem. Like, yeah. He plays so it off good. like so good. Like, he, he's, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, not a big deal. That, that scene is like yeah. perfect. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like, you're looking really hot. She's like, smile. Like she's like loving it. She's smiling, and then she's like, ew. And then she's like, I'm sorry. You're you're cute and everything, but like it's just not gonna happen. He's like, all right. right. 
<laughs> he's like, he's like, say no more. We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get your home. <laughs> I know. He's very like, classy. Very classy move. <laughs> I know. It's great. He's great. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that scene. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, but yeah, and also like, I feel like that. I feel like that moment. I don't know. I feel like they've been really good at like humanizing Summer. Like even yeah. even though she spent this entire episode being obnoxious and uh, like dorky and stuff, I feel like that last scene of her being genuinely like upset and like kind of heartbroken and bummed out at the end of the episode is like okay, like it kind of saves it for me. And I'm not just saying that because I like her character. I just feel like they do. I feel like they write her character very well. Like, maybe better than anyone else on the show at this point. Right. Um, uh, you love Summer. We get it. <laughs> what uh, What are your guys' jeans of the week? Uh, I, I, I want to go with... Um, so, there's an outfit Summer is wearing. I think it's Summer's first uh, scene with Marissa. Uh, she's wearing what I thought was like a... Like a a weird like a the multi-colored sailors. sailor's uniform yeah it's a sailor's shirt but like yeah okay but like I, then i couldn't tell if that like the part that was like the sailor part was just like a weird scarf and i was like misinterpreting it i couldn't but, tell either but like yeah that was what i was gonna give it to you you like that jason hated that uh <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> i i mean i I didn't like it. I'll say that. But I did like that what Marissa was wearing when she had, like, a belt wrapped around her shoulders. <laughs> it, was just, it was just an off-the-shoulder shirt. Yeah, like but, it, but it was, like, brown. Like, the, the, top, part, the right. top part was a different color than the rest, and it looked like an accessory. It was a, Yeah, it was a black um, shirt with, like, a blue... It did look like a belt. It, it was, like, weird. an off-the-shoulder they, thing. They did Luke pretty dirty on the golf course. He had very <laughs> he, baggy pants. Are you kidding? He was the only one dressed chill. Like he was the only like everyone well, else tried so fucking hard. Well, they Anna's made Seth look like a, they made Seth look like a dumbass too. They well, they made him Ryan, look like an old guy, which is Ryan what they were. Ryan is always looks the same. He always <laughs> like, looks the same. He didn't. Yeah, he's just wearing what he wears, which is cool. But like Anna in this golf scene is just like we get it you're quirky like what she's wearing is so insane like it's not chic it's not i don't know i mean to to the credit of like them making luke look the way he did like he looked very uh like low-key and like he didn't stand out yeah he looked like a golfer yeah well that's because he's holding an open beer and he's 17 he's gotta blend in i know he he looked it's true he looks like a pro um i thought marissa's golf outfit was really cute yeah it looked like a tennis outfit it looked like a tennis outfit outfit. for sure the all white um i don't know i didn't love oh you know what's my jeans of the week uh i don't know if you guys noticed this but the dress that Haley was wearing that she came back in that she was wearing to dinner with her dad was so pretty Uh, it was like salmon colored yeah, it had like a thing, like a sh- over it, right? Like she had like a like a shawl or like a. No. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> she was wearing she like put a, a coat like on. A, yeah, like a coat, but it like it like matched the dress. No, that was just not? part of the dress. It was like a dress that was like 
had like a ruffle design at the top uh, of it. I don't know. I thought it was really pretty. That's my, my jeans of the week. My jeans of the week is Julie's haircut. <laughs> yes. Okay. Nice. Fair enough. I liked her Hell hair yeah. too. Everyone hated it. I liked it a lot. Um, okay, so the apparently Ronnie has a big justice for Luke for this episode. <laughs> so so big that uh, <laughs> it. So big that it will not fit in this episode, because uh, we're already going super long. So we're probably going to release a separate uh, bonus Justice for Luke episode for <laughs> for all of our Justice for Luke heads. <laughs> I, I don't know if anyone actually likes that segment, but we, we're, we'll do uh, next week we know, or something. We we'll know one person... Episode hates the segment we know at least one person who hates it um, and that's enough for me to do it forever the rest of my <laughs> life i will find luke justice so so we will release uh we will release like an episode next week uh that is just our bonus or uh justice for luke segment and then we'll get back to regular episodes after that um okay so i think that's it uh music moment of the episode is definitely Puddle of mud. Puddle of mud. <laughs> um, okay, that's it, Jason. Thanks for for doing this again. Thanks for having me on again. As always, Jason. Would you like to plug anything? Oh yeah. Um. Uh, maybe you ears, because <laughs> you, uh, uh, you don't want to listen to this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I don't have anything to plug. Just uh. I'd like to state, for the record, that I'm very pro Justice for Luke. <laughs> and, Finally, uh, thanks for having me on, and I hope to be on again. Uh, okay. It was a blast, and you will push. You will be on again. I'm okay. sure. Okay, we will see you guys uh, next week, I guess. Next week, I guess. <laughs> bye. Uh, bye. Bye. Never seen the show a lot that I